You're listening to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, episode number 18. Today, we'll read the 18th chapter of Matthew together. Adults like children, little ones and new believers, and 70 times 7. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me as we simply read God's Word together. Some things require discipline, and sometimes that's just not easy to muster by yourself, no matter how badly you want to do it or how much you know you should. It's just easier to do it with a friend. So refill your coffee or tea, get comfortable in your favorite chair, and follow along as I read aloud. I'm so glad you're here. My husband is painting my kitchen wall today. If sheltering at home lasts much longer, I may not recognize our house. You know, I haven't spoken too much about our collective quarantine, but I wanted to share with you a few things that I've noticed. My steps are more measured, even though I'm still working from home and I'm busy with the podcast. We've had a plethora of wildflowers this year. I'm not afraid. I feel enormously grateful. I pray more for other people. I love and appreciate my husband more than I can say. I miss seeing my friends and loved ones face to face, but I'm enjoying conjuring up their faces in my mind's eye. My thoughts are not so rushed. The white noise is not so audible. I don't get so irritated and impatient. God is so good to us. He has provided generously at a time that could have caused financial insecurity in our home. He is so faithful. I pray that God is showing you some things during this time, perhaps that you didn't see before. And I hope you feel loved after reading our chapter today. Matthew chapter 18 At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, So, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a small child and had him stand among them. Truly I tell you, he said, unless you turn and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child, this one is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one child like this in my name welcomes me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to fall away, it would be better for him if a heavy millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of offenses. For offenses will inevitably come but woe to that person by whom the offense comes. 
If your hand or your foot causes you to fall away, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life maimed or lame than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into the eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to fall away, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hellfire. See to it that you don't despise one of these little ones, because I tell you that in heaven their angels continually view the face of my Father in heaven. What do you think? If someone has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, won't he leave the ninety-nine on the hillside and go and search for the stray? And if he finds it, truly, I tell you, he rejoices over that sheep more than over the ninety-nine that did not go astray. In the same way, it is not the will of your Father in heaven that one of these little ones perish. If your brother sins against you, go tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have won your brother. But if he won't listen, take one or two others with you, so that by the testimony of two or three witnesses, every fact may be established. If he doesn't pay attention to them, tell the church. If he doesn't pay attention even to the church, let him be like a Gentile and a tax collector to you. Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will have been loosed in heaven again. Truly, I tell you, if two of you on earth agree about any matter that you pray for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there among them. Then Peter approached him and asked, Lord, how many times must I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? As many as seven times? I tell you not as many as seven, Jesus replied, but seventy times seven. For this reason the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle accounts, one who owed ten thousand talents was brought before him. Since he did not have the money to pay it back, his master commanded that he, his wife, his children, and everything he had be sold to pay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his face before him and said, Be patient with me, and I will pay you everything. Then the master of that servant had compassion, released him, and forgave him the loan. That servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. He grabbed him, started choking him, and said, Pay what you owe. At this, his fellow servant fell down and began begging him, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back. But he wasn't willing. Instead, he went and threw him into prison until he could pay what was owed. When the other servants saw what had taken place, they were deeply distressed and went and reported to their master everything that had happened. 
Then, after he had summoned him, his master said to him, You wicked servant! I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Shouldn't you also have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And because he was angry, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he could pay everything that was owed. So also my heavenly Father will do to you, unless every one of you forgives his brother or sister from your heart. So, do you look like that child that Jesus put front and center? As adults, we tend to be cautious, cynical, distrusting, and we insist there are no free lunches. How long has it been since you sang these lyrics? Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Those little ones are apt to simply believe. They trust the things that you and I always question. But by having the mindset of a child, we will enter the kingdom of God. Humble, trusting, willing to believe. Then in this chapter, Jesus makes a subtle transition. He continues to use the term little ones, but is actually talking about new believers, new followers of Christ, those who have humbled themselves by confessing they know they are sinners. They know that Christ died for those sins, past, present, and future, and humbly receive the grace, mercy, and forgiveness that Jesus is offering. It will apparently not go well for anyone who leads one of those baby Christians astray. Let's pray. Father God, this is so hard for most of us. By the time we battle through school and our growing up years, we have forgotten that child who so easily trusts. And here you are telling us that that's the posture we must take on in order to enter your kingdom. We're going to need some help on this one, Lord. We can't do this one without you. We ask that, above all, you will soften our hearts toward the gospel, your incomparable gift. We pray also for your help in sharing that good news as easily as children on the playground. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray God will grow in you what has been planted and watered here. In this time of unprecedented struggle worldwide, we can look to God for guidance and comfort. Be sensitive to those in your circle of influence who need a word of encouragement and invite them to join us. If you like the show, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you right here tomorrow. Be well.